Hallelujah. Today we want to deal with something I've titled Overcoming Temptations. Overcoming Temptations. Lift your right hand. Uh, okay, take your Bibles, please. I've forgotten. Say, this is my Bible. You see now, people are showing me their hands. Say, my Bible. I'm seeing some one pound King James Bible there. Yeah, say, this is my Bible. Kaboyadaya. <laughs> say, my Bible says I'm blessed. I believe I'm blessed. My Bible says I'm the head and not the tail. I believe I'm the head and not the tail. My Bible says I'm anointed. I believe I'm anointed. My Bible says goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of God forever. I believe whatever my Bible tells me. Now show your neighbor, say this is my Bible. Where is your Bible? If she doesn't have one, ask her, what are you doing here? If it's a phone, you say it's a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. So, overcoming temptations. Overcoming temptations. What is a temptation? I wrote this. It is the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. Amen. When the pressure comes on you to do something illicit, something wrong, something unwise, I call it temptation, but then you will overcome it. Because 1 John 5.4, put it there for me, 1 John 5.4. Let's read together. All of us ready to go. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Now lift your right hand, repeat after me, say it again. For whatever uh -huh, is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. How many of you are born by God? You are born again. So you have been, you have been given the power to overcome. So whatever temptation the enemy will bring your way, as a child of God, you have the ability to overcome it. Because anything born of God overcomes. So if you see somebody giving up so easily, Anytime there are problems and there are one or two, three issues and then you just give up. You have to know the devil is taking advantage of you. Probably you don't have knowledge about who you are as a child of God. Because anything born of God overcomes. An idea, a dream, a vision, a church, anything that is from God has in it the ability to overcome. Can I hear an amen? amen. Anything born of God overcomes. Hallelujah. And we have all kinds of temptations these days that is going on. So I'm here to encourage you. Don't throw in the towel. There will pressure, but don't give up. And I've told you, watch me as your leader. I don't give up, so don't break. I thought you clap for Jesus. Don't break. There are better days ahead. You understand? So let's look at some few temptations um, and then how you can handle them. Amen. I said, Amen. Yeah. Um, we have, um, I call financial temptations. Okay? Financial temptation. When people don't have hope again that there's going to be provision, then they throw in the towel and sometimes decide to take their lives and stuff like that. But Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply. And you see, when you wake up every morning, begin to uh, ponder over scriptures like this. My God shall supply. Quote it, speak it to yourself. Stand in the mirror and speak it to your heart. 
my God shall supply all my needs. Not some, all. Even if it's not come yet. I know my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. Not according to the economy of the state, but according to his riches. So after Ophoriata has read all his, what do you call it? According to his riches. In glory by Christ Jesus. Am I talking to you here? My God shall supply all my needs. Hallelujah. Come with me to Matthew, the chapter 6, verse number 25, please. Matthew 6, 25. Put it there. Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry. And this is Jesus talking. Put your hand on your chest. Say, I refuse to worry. Again, louder. Say, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is it, not, is it not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Move down verse 26. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not, more, are you not of more value than they? Are you not better than birds? Move down. Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Uh, how many of you have had um, PhD in worry? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Go down. And yet, I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Verse 30. Now, if God is... If God so clothes the grass of the field, which is what today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Move down quickly. Verse 31. Therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or where will we sleep or who will marry me? I, I, let me add more. Hallelujah. <laughs> Move down. For after all these things the Gentiles seek, the unbelievers, they seek these things. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. God is not dumb. He's a good father. He knows you need them. And he'll provide them. What's your problem? Why do you end your life because you don't have clothes to wear or a guy broke your heart? Go and meet him and break his heart too. Can you clap for Jesus? Yeah. Hallelujah. And he said, what the guys do is that they are very, very abusive with words. So we do a temama for 10 years. Now what he said is still eating you up. Don't let anybody just put you in a place where you'll be depressed the rest of your life. If you think he's going to insult you, hang up. Amen. Move down, please. Come here. Come on, guess clap for me. I'm just. But seek first. You see, he says the solution is in the kingdom. Seek first. The kingdom. Come to church. Listen to words like this. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. Yours is to just love God and come to church, worship him, love him, keep praying and then allow him to do it. He will add all these things because he knows that you need them. These things that the Gentiles seek, God knows you also need them and he'll provide. Yours is to seek first the kingdom. So yes, I know you have financial challenges. I know you need some serious money to, to, sort, to sort yourself out and you have debt and clothes to wear and money to pay for rent and those things. But then take your life and the temptation for you to probably do something illicit as a child of God is very high. But God is saying, I've got your back covered. Right. 
This pressure will let a businessman probably add some zeros to some figures. Do some under invoicing and all those things and get what. But as a child of God, you should stand out. The Bible says that let your light so shine before men that people will see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. You shine in your business. You shine in, 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 in your workplace. You, 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 you. When everybody is stealing the creams, when madame is not there, saloon, huh? hairdresser, huh? and then they will find ways and means to do people's hair behind the back of their madame, you don't do that. They may insult you. They may call you a witch. They may say you are too extreme. It's okay for men to have problems with you and for God to be excited about you. The temptation will come, but you've got to stand. Because you know the scripture that even if things are hard today, tomorrow God will supply all my needs and he has told me not to worry. Hey, the clapping is weak. Because some people are saying, Bishop, I don't accept this. Sexual temptations. Anytime you mention this, there is total quietness in the church. Sexual temptations. And these temptations are everywhere. Sure, Mr. Europe there wait summertime. But says um so much back so no shit. La la baya la. Oh you are in a country where everybody wears magazine. People are even going for dinner, they wear magazine. You are not happy. Go to Europe. Can I preach? Yes. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 20. It's a long scripture, so put it there. Let me read through quickly for uh, Proverbs 6.20. My son, keep your father's command. My daughters and sons, when I advise with the word, when I preach, you take everything I say. And do not forsake the law of your mother. Move down. Bind them continually upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. One will preach. Everywhere you are. Display them in your house and be reading through. Because Charlie, you can be distracted. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you are awake, they will speak with you. That's the word of God. For the commandment is a lamb and the law is a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Move down. To keep you from the evil woman. There are evil women. I thank God there is none in this church. From the flattery tongue of a seductress. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart. I'm talking to the men. I'll come to the girls too. Nor let her allure you with her eyelids. Some eyelids are sexy men. They would draw you. See that. Hello. Praise the Lord. Say Kadosta. <laughs> Is Bishop preaching this morning? <laughs> For by means of a halot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread, and an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Move down. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not bend? What he's saying is that can you keep a woman in the night around 12 in your car 
and say i'm still praying in the holy ghost one brother after church um went to his house and they, no one sister sorry after church went to her house and the, the door was locked and so she called one christian brother and said can you please um keep me in your house so that at least i can stay and then the next day i'll go so she called me and said daddy i'm in his house i said move from there find a sister and stay in a sister's house this guy is staying alone and the sister said oh daddy please the point is that he will not do me until we are together in the church and we are brothers and sisters in the lord and i said brother please let her leave the brother said that you don't believe in the grace of god on our lives <laughs> two days later the lady came to confide in me i'm a bushy. it's not a good gun it's good i'm trying hallelujah she said she went to have a bath and then the brother gave her his t-shirt to wear. she came and sat in the living room and took a bible reading the brother was moving just walking he, she was also turning her face and and at a point she started praying in tongues i did with a tongue sorry and get out the bible says avoid all appearances of evil when it comes to fornication, the Bible says flee. That word flee in the Greek means run with terror. Which means to run. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I talking to you? Now if the Bible says flee, it means flee. And the guys, when you flee, that doesn't mean you are not a man. It's because you are a man, that's why you are fleeing. Because you know what? The man I don't know why people have raised defenses. I'm still spiritual. <laughs> now, so give me the scripture again. Let's do it. Can one walk on the coal on hot coals and his feet not be seared? Hallelujah. You see, you say you are courting and you are going to marry. And then the two of you will go on the field and pray. You alone. You pray till dawn, 12, 2, and nobody is there. I will advise you add one, a third person. Come here. Because it says, can, can you put fire in your bosom and it should not be hurt? It should not burn you? So, so long as that lady is going to marry, that's fine. But if there's a third person, it serves as a protection. You understand what I'm saying? Hello? But I don't on the field. We are praying. Makobo Shatalababa three o'clock. Madiba. Ugu Madiba in Jesus' name. So don't. Ecuador. I've been a Christian for a long time, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Proverbs. Let's uh, so so he so it's he who goes into his neighbor's house. Whoever touches her shall not be innocent. Move down. Verse 30. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Go down. Yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the substance of his house. 32. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. 
you destroy your soul, your will, your mind, your emotions. So when I see my member all the time emotionally destabilized, and it's not so much all the time, and every time, I quickly sometimes will rally around you, call you, and see if there is any perversion in that side. Because most often than not, by my training, as somebody who takes scriptures and interprets them, um, people become destabilized emotionally most often when they are heartbroken. Praise him. Hallelujah. Good. And then we are going to talk. So Jesus, why you won't stop? He said, Daddy, don't come here. No. <laughs> Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. That's a man who commits adultery. Don't be sleeping with people's wives. Amen. For jealousy is a husband's fury. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. When somebody comes to see you sleep with his wife, he can take a knife and kill you. And the Bible is saying that the person, he, he, he will be judged by the state though, but before the Lord, he has a way of looking at it because you don't go into a man's wife. Go down. He will accept no recompense, nor will he be appeased, though you give many gifts. Verse 36. I think when you go to chapter 7, no one continue. The Bible says that moving into the house of an adulterous woman is like getting to the gates of hell. That's the point I wanted to put across. And so there will be sexual temptations. And especially when we are in this kind of perverse world where there's so much perversion on the internet. Saturday night, instead of you to wear on your clothes and pray, and pray for the man of God that God will use him to bless you, what is internet? We are so Some of you do all kinds of silly things. Now, when you do that to a man, expecting that he marries you, in the first place, he sees you differently. It's getting quiet here. Because he'll be more to chapters. Why, why do you say, Anna, you best send it, Mr. Delete them. Can you clap for Bishop here? And you see, listen, listen, we are in a time where I don't know what is wrong with our men. Guys, I love you, but can I be real? Men will sleep with ladies and then they will film and put them on social media. I mean, come on. Can we respect women? And you the girls. Hallelujah. Pictures now will send you know. What is the guarantee that he will marry you? Two, ten years to come. Charlie, we are in a world where anything is possible. So protect yourself. Amen. Sexual temptations. Second um, Samuel chapter 13. When you have time, read from verse 1 to the verse number 13. It talks about the, the children of David. The one was called Amnon, okay? And he fell in love with his sister, Tamar. And um, it's not right. It's, it's, it's not right um, for him to just rape her after, since he, has not, he had not performed the dowry. So the sister told him, that, don't rape me. Just go talk to the old man and let the old man endure so that at least we can marry. Because in those days, they could marry um, from the same family and stuff. Like that. And, 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 and Amnon did not listen to the sister. Raped her. 
Because he managed to lie to her and brought her to the room and then said that I'm sick and the sister cooked some cakes and brought it and while she was about to save him, he raped her. Girls, shine your eyes. Shine your eyes. Hallelujah. You entered the office. You looked at his eyes and the way he was looking at you and the way his nose was sweating. You should quickly... Can you clap for your bishop? Hallelujah. To shine your eyes. Don't just be led to the slaughter like that. Amen? You know, so there are sexual temptations everywhere. And don't forget that this disease, this virus called HIV is still around. So be very, very careful. Marital temptations. David had just finished performing his assignment as a king. Had blessed everybody in Israel. He was coming home expecting that his family would welcome him so he can pronounce a blessing on them. And the wife stood in the gate and insulted David. The probability that David would have opened his mouth to pronounce a curse was high. But he kept quiet. And God took up the fight. And caused the wife to be, to be barren the rest of her life. I'm talking to married men and married women. The temptation for you to slap. The temptation for you to take a knife. Pull a trigger. These things are happening outside. And since these things are gradually coming into this world, this country, we need to be very careful. No matter what, hold yourself. Than to take a knife or to slap. Don't do that. Pour acid. I think I'm preaching better than your spoon. Right? You can clap for Jesus. Now, Joseph gave us an example in the Bible. He overcame the temptation he met. He was even then not born again. He was living in a different covenant. But yet he was able to stand. So you can stand. Because you are an overcomer. Can I hear an amen? amen. Alright, so give me Genesis 39 verse 1 to verse 15. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer. You know the story, so I wouldn't, I mean, so you know the story. And, and the Bible says that day after day, the wife of Potiphar will pester him and will force him to have sexual intercourse with her. And look at me. I have, um, what do you call it, um, done transit in Egypt a couple of times and, hey, the Egyptian women are beautiful. Man. Hey. The day I entered there and I saw the women, I said, Joseph was indeed Joseph. Do you know Kole? Uh, uh, they do it and their hairstyle and when they are walking and the perfume. And you watch. Can I be real? I'm preaching. I'm preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
See, these things, pastors don't say them. They, it's like training children in your home. The girls are up to age and you don't want to emphasize on things and you are just keeping it cool with them. They'll go and learn it somewhere. It's better you tell them just as it is. So, when I read and I saw the way Joseph, the Bible said daily, and nobody was there. And I mean, this was a woman who had the husband here. So she could have easily promoted Joseph should Joseph do it with her. But Joseph was looking at a bigger picture. If you know your future, you don't succumb to little things now because you know the magnitude of the assignments. You can clap for Jesus, somebody. Lift your right hand and say, I'm going somewhere and I will not allow the devil make me toy with my destiny in the name of Jesus. Joseph said, if I do this, I sin against God. When I read it this morning, I said, my oh my. He said, I sin against God. Now, I realized that Joseph was like, well, your husband may not see us, but God sees us. Some of you go to do things and you come and right at the gate, you say, Father, I cover myself with the blood. I wash myself with the blood. I soak my feet in the blood. Daddy will not see me. I, I, I destroy his eyes. And some of you have to show my eyes. <laughs> then you come and sit down. And then when I'm walking around, you're like, I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> and then after, after church, you're like, uh, he didn't see it after. It's true. I prophesy in part. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? But there's somebody who sees you. If I don't see you safe, he sees you. Amen. And understanding life from this point will always let you, even when nobody is there, live well. When we are adding the zeros, Bishop wasn't there, but the Holy Ghost, your paracletus, was standing there. When we are defrauding the person on the net, oh yes, there are things happening. Things happening. So I saw four nine guys, four one nine guys here. They are using the internet to do all kinds of stuff. People will amass their wealth and you use just one minute and blah, 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 then you get their money. These temptations are there, but you can overcome them. Hmm. Joseph said, how can I do this? And sin against God. I won't do it. I won't do it. And he overcame the temptation. Damn the consequences. The woman took his clothes and used it. You see, Christianity is, is something you'll be scandalized and stigmatized sometimes for crimes you have not committed. Now, it happened to Jesus and no servant is greater than his master. I've told you that the very day you became born again, all your glory, your integrity was near to the cross. And so stop protecting yourself. Jesus will do that. Just allow him to be the king of your life and forget about anything anybody thinks about you and feel about you. At the end of the day, it's your own opinion. Move on. All you've got to do is to please him. And 
they threw him behind bars. I can imagine the devil rejoicing and saying, look at you, foolish boy. Chop small and get promoted. He said, you know, go chop. And I think the devil is telling some of you just like just that because you stood against some things. You are not useless. You didn't say amen. amen. See, it's good to let your conscience be fine and let other people be hurt than for you to please people and then you will have conscience. Especially when you're born again, your rejuvenated spirit will always be telling you it was wrong. And Joseph stood put behind bars for two and a half years. But you see, when you stand for God and the enemy thinks he's gotten you because you stood for him, one day God will make sure all things will always work together for your good. Ah, he said, I have to sleep with you before I marry you. Otherwise, I'm not married. And you stood and he said, because you didn't allow me to do it, I have forgotten about the relationship and I've broken it. He will go. It will delay a bit, but God will give you somebody better than him. Let all my guests clap and shout yes. And you the man, you are not testing officers. Praise the Lord. You see, but Joseph overcame the temptation. Lift your hand and say, I will overcome. I can't hear you. Come on, shout it louder. Again, for the last time, please. Yes. And you see, I told the first service people that the devil has a mode of operation. Unfortunately, I see the devil to be a bit foolish and I think he's not good upstairs. Because if you look at his mode of operation, there's been one. I think because Jesus gave him um, his PhD, permanent head damage on Calvary when he bruised his head. He he's no more creative. I get what I'm saying. So that's been the style he used to attack. And so if you are smart, anytime you see an temptation, you know it. Let me just show you some few things. Can I show you? 1 John 2, 15 and 16, please. 1 John 2, 15 and 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world are three. The first one is the last of the flesh. Everybody say the last of the flesh. The second one is the last of the eyes. Say the last of the eyes. And the third one is the pride of life. Say the pride of life. He said it's not of the father but it's of the world. Anytime the devil is, is tempting someone, he uses either of these three or maybe all of these three. The last of the eye, the last of the flesh and the pride of life. This is how the devil has been operating right from Genesis. So in Genesis 3, 6, Genesis chapter 3 verse 6, the Bible says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that is the last of the flesh, good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, ple pleasant to the eyes, that is the last of the eye, pleasant to the eye, the last of the eye, and a tree desirable to make one wise, the pride of life. Are you getting it? When he tempted Jesus, 
and told him to turn the stones to bread. That was the last of the flesh. You eat bread, flesh. And then he said, he took him to the kingdoms of the earth and said, bow to me and I'll give all this to you. That's the last of the eye. When he saw the kingdoms of the world and its glory, then the pinnacle of the temple, that is the pride of life, when he took him up there, the pride of life. And so these had been the three um, strategies the devil used as his mode of operation all the time to really um, 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 tempt people. So you got to know them. The pride, repeat, say the pride of life. The things that makes you like Charlie, hey. It's not bad to have things that you can look at and say, God has been gracious to me. But you don't make them your idols and your God. Am I talking to you? Yes. Some people, pride of life, cars, mansions, houses, positions, PhDs. And anytime they are talking, they will never give credence to God for amassing those things and all the, my strength, I did it, I, me, myself, I, come on, proud. The money in your hands belongs to God. Never ever use well like, I will not give again to support God's work again because I'm angry. He will touch your finances because the money belongs to him. The pride of life. Some people want to marry some women so that they will like, Tale, you see my wife? Hello? The pride of life. So you know in your heart, this is the guy you must marry. But because maybe he doesn't have a car, and you saw this guy, you know he's a cocaine dealer, but for the fact that he has a car, damn, my not obeying God. A prophecy has come, but I will not obey the prophecy. I need to sit in a car. It's good to marry a God-fearing man who doesn't have a car, because you know that because he fears God, the secret things are revealed all the time to them that fear him. So one day he will... Listen, some of us, if you saw us some 23 years ago, you wouldn't love us. But look at us. Because we had God, God would definitely open a door. Amen. I need a man to, you got to be ambitious. Don't pray in tongues and just walking about all the time and you are not finding anything to do. Get serious. Am I preaching? The pride of life. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. Vinam. Penam. Tipatias Vinam Srisa Bonasim. Hey, Sidiapa. Would ye yeni associate with a fee ye? Cusiano pa. Yame ba. Yamia sraum who says Sumerade, Smikui and Samakwasori. It's getting quiet here. Define your priorities. Overcome some of these temptations. That's how the devil operates. He's done it and he's unexpected that. But you should decide, I will never. And the last of the eyes. And you know when you shine, now are you happy? You must overcome these temptations. Am I preaching good? 
Lift your right hand and say, I will overcome. Again, louder. Say, say, I will overcome. Hallelujah. Can we get a, can we get a bit deeper? Hallelujah. Now, let's look at um, about eight keys to know. Eight keys you have to know to, over, to continue in your victory over temptation. Eight things you have to know to continue in your victory over temptation. Eight things you have to know. Number one, you must know that Christ has three times overcome every temptation. During his early ministry on earth, the devil came against him um, three consecutive times and was trying to lure him to do something against God. And three solid times he overcame the devil. Now, if Christ overcame the devil, he did all that for you. So, in you is that ability to stand against every temptation the devil brings away. You can stand. You can stand. You can stand. Can I be real? Don't go and sleep there and then when there's a problem, you come and cry and say, I don't know. It was the devil. The devil did not remove your pure Especially when you're in a prophetic church, everything is demon spirit. I know we know the Ashabun Sam no more. Hebrews 4.15, still under the same point. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without them. Um, sorry, he was in all points tempted as we are. Yet without sin. Jesus was tempted just as us. He was, he went through, when he came, he went through all the temptations we are all going through, just like us, but he did not sin. So if Jesus was able to stand against every temptation, you can stand. Hello? Now, so this means that in Israel, when Jesus was walking in town, some of the girls would say, Hi, G. Yes, he was tempted. Every kind of temptation. Some of the girls were saying, hey, you're cute, you're clothed. Hey, gee, gee. <laughs> he was tempted like all of us. When he was assisting his father doing carpentry work, there were instances where he could have taken some money from certain people who were coming. He was tempted just like us. But he did not allow the temptation to prevail on him. If Jesus was able to master, you can master. bribery and corruption Ghana the Ghana I knew hey it's it also you park your car at the washing machine you are washing your car Nipana or Washikano well one day I, I was like really you told me washing engine inside everywhere 60 something you give the money and then the guy after that was like, "Now, master, who am I fine? My main family pen for my You go to every office. You have to do and sue the table. You have to put something. Just say every. It's everywhere in church. I thank God, GGM." We are blessed. Oh, yeah. I handled a case in a French church. Sure. People were paying bribes to be elders. Hey. Sure. <laughs> bribes, power to be, to be leaders. 
And thank God for this house. The people love God. You are even calling them in the eyes of Mudoji Bisaka. Hallelujah. Hey! But you see, we can overcome. Let your hand say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say, in Christ, I am an overcomer. I can overcome every temptation. In the name of Jesus. Can I hear an amen? amen? Some of you cannot resist handsome guys. You cannot resist handsome guys. When you see them, hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ecuador. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you must walk in the spirit. You must understand that walking in the spirit always exempts you from slipping. Very important. That's the second point. Galatians 5, 16 to 18. I say then, Galatians 5, 16 to 18. I say then, Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. You don't submit. You, you are not subjected to unnecessary present temptations if you are in the spirit. How do you live a life of the spirit? I told you here. Number one, praying more in the Holy Ghost. Praying all the time in tongues. Number two, reading the word. Because Jesus said the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Reading the word. Be word-centered Christian. Every morning before you move out of your house, please read some scripture. I don't know about you, but any time I do my quiet time, I feel I'm changing. Because the word is a mirror. And as you look into the mirror, you become like him. Read the Bible. All the quotations will give you when you go to your house whilst lying on your bed. You read through and make sure you brood over the word. Meditate on it. Let the word work on you. And then be connected to spirit-filled friends. Some of all your friends are Zawagadil, fake people. So whenever you come and we cast them out, then you go and you meet those your friends, they cast them in. Because onion sharpeneth onion. The Bible says, walk with the wise that you may be wise. Of course, because we work. At our workplaces, you have all kinds of unbelievers, so that's fine. I mean, you are supposed to, you are in the world. Okay, so you have to. But then, I'm, I'm saying, people, you call your friends. That you talk to on the phone and share times with them. Make sure at least 80% of them are people who love the Lord. Because one bad communication will corrupt every good manners you have. That's what the Bible says. Walk in the spirit. So that you don't gratify the lust of the flesh. The flesh wants to do things. This flesh wants to lie. This flesh wants to smoke. 
This flesh wants to party. This flesh wants to drink Irish cream, champagne, whiskey, poured on the glasson. Then you see the bubbles and you are dead, Mama Mia. Uh, uh. You are there, you are like Ecuador. <laughs> The flesh want to do things. This your flesh want to do crazy stuff. Hallelujah. If you allow the flesh, an 18-year-old boy will marry a 63-year-old woman. That's the flesh. Because somebody has told him to do it because very soon the woman will die and he'll get his wealth. That's the flesh. The flesh want to do crazy things. The flesh is smoking. And right by the, what do you call it? The cigarette pack. There's an inscription. It's not healthy for your... It's huh? Dan dangerous for your health. To hell with danger. I the hacks He's in church worshiping. That's a flesh. So when you live in the spirit, the Holy Ghost gradually begins to work on you. Hello? You are not perfect. All of us will be perfect when Christ comes. But now that we have not met our Lord, we aren't perfect yet, okay? But he's working on us. He's working on us. In the case of um, what is um, Esther, you know, Esther is the type of the church, okay? Esther is the type of the church. And um, the king is the type of Christ, okay? Uh -huh. And um, Vashti um, was the type of the old covenant. So he, divorced, he made the old obsolete that he might establish the new Esther. That's the new covenant church. Am I talking? And before Esther met the king, Esther had to be taken through cosmetic treatments. That's the oil working on us till Christ comes. This teaching, staying under anointed teaching, there's cosmetic treatment happening. God is working on you both to will and to do of his own good pleasure till the time you meet your king. So we aren't perfect yet. But then you should be under an anointing where God is working on you. With the flesh. If you allow him, but stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. The flesh will let you do things. It will not dream want to be about him. There's all kinds of wild things. But you read the scripture and the scripture begins to work on you. It tames your passions. Work on you. Work on No, I'm not supposed to do this. No, daddy said through the word of God that no, this thing is not right. This thing. And then the word works on you. So live in the spirit. In the spirit, and some of you, because you have wild ideas and dreams, if you're not careful, you cut corners and sleep with everybody to get there. But what's we do? Huh? But when you look back, I know Ghanaians are listening. It's better to have a good name and climb gradually. Do all kinds of things and get there. And you watch back and you're not happy with yourself. Mm. GGM is quiet. Say, I will overcome. Hey, Munya said, no. Yeah, yeah, sorry, please. Can you clap for Jesus? Number three, 
that number three? You must understand that temptation in itself is not a sin. Uh, when you are tempted, you have not sinned. Temptation is not a sin. Amen? This you have to understand. James 1, 14 to 15. When you are tempted, that doesn't mean you have sinned. It is when you give in to the temptation or you succumb, then you have sinned. But when you are tempted, for instance, look at me. Look at me. Your poor would now have to be a bit trim. hot skirt. Hello. Please look at me. Uchum Shanti Italy. Kadosta. Yamia Bonyoma. What can we end where you would need? Amen. Oh, Babu Ben will be. Then you move to the next level. Hello, how are you? Have a problem, neighbor. And these days, they are ready to fight. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> so James 1.14, please. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Okay? Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. So the temptation itself is not a sin until you've allowed it. Then it conceives and gives birth to sin. Then when it is full grown, it brings death. So the agenda of the devil is to kill you, but he begins with a temptation. But when you are tempted and you master it, then you don't die. So the temptations will come. Joseph was able to flee. That didn't make him a sinner. It came though, but he was able to run away. So when the temptation presents itself, don't allow it to mature into sin. Some people would just harness it. After church, come here. This brother shook your hands. Shook your hand out with him. Instead, I would say, Oh, I'll cut it. Oh, please, why? Why did he scratch my palm? I'm free. I said, Adam Pants now row row. I know I can't go join you. Bombing Commodo. Bombing Commodo. Nyamiba. Obia Oko Heaven. Hallelujah. So don't let it grow. Amen? Don't let it grow. Some of you should go and burn some old pictures of certain people. You understand? You should go and burn some pictures. I do dare your part. The, five, ten years, the past 10 years, he's moved on. And you stay in your room and then you are like, oh, Joe. Joe. Father, let daddy prophesy and bring him back. Oh, no. Because... <laughs> Bend the picture and move on with your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Move on. There is a better future. God has a great plan for you. Hallelujah. You see, so don't let it grow. He says that you are enticed by your temptation. Then if you permit it, it grows into sin. And then it can kill. Hey, so if the temptation in it has a bomb of death, I understand though, you have to escape it. Hello? You have to escape it. Example. He's giving you the judge. This bribe. But right by the bribe is an ass. Taking all the videos. But because you didn't see the bomb in that temptation, you took it and you lost your job with shame affecting your children. I can imagine when they are going to school, the thing people say about you on campus to your children. You hate innocent children. What is Brabba Sanfaku? Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But I, I hope you are getting the message, please. I know we live in a world where pressure too much and all that, but at least the little you can do. And if we start from here and they start from there and they start from there, we can change the country. Number four. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I'll finish right now. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Understand that there's always a way of escape provided in every temptation. There's always a way. God will always provide a way of escape. If you are not able to escape, that means you did not look for the way of escape. See, First Corinthians chapter 10 and the verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. What you are going through is common to man. Every, people have gone through it. People have gone through it. And Bishop, I couldn't control myself because look at my age and I need a husband so I have to sleep with him. That's why, come on, there are people older than you and they are still holding themselves. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The pressure was too much and the way he really held me in the office, I couldn't, you can't say, I couldn't resist him. People are jack, people are jack people to run away. Wait now, you have a then you couldn't them. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Lift your right hand and say, my God is faithful. Ah, he's faithful. God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will always make the way of escape. God will always make a way of escape. Always. When we're going to the guy's house, he deliberately sent an angel to let your chalawete got torn. You stuck the chalawete, shot for um, 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 a shoemaker somewhere, let him fix it, and you went back. God was stopping you. You fell. You got up and said, The devil is a liar. I shall not fall. He will always make, give a way of escape on the way. Bishop will call you. Some of you have called you on your way there. Where are you going? And you say that I'm somewhere around a certain church. We are doing fellowship. 
Meanwhile, you are on your way there. So the man of God will use the man to call you and probably conscientize you and you still don't. There is always a way of escape. A text message will come. At a time where you are contemplating going to do it or maybe doing something that is against, not only immorality, but probably some decisions. A text came, a message. The bishop sent a message, a WhatsApp message. You read it and you knew God was talking to you, but you, you damn, damn bishop. There is always a way of escape. And you see, in every temptation is an opportunity of greatness. And if you're able to master it through that temptation, a door opens for you and you get a blessing. I thought you clap and shout, amen. <laughs> David's temptation was Goliath standing right in front of him. Everybody was running from that temptation, but he said, I will master it. He defeated him, and as a result, he became a star. So if you conquer a temptation, Joseph conquered the temptation with Potiphar. It took him years, but later on, the Bible said that God honored him and gave him the throne of Pharaoh. What I'm saying is that if you master a temptation, I'm telling you, a better door will open for you. Number five, you should keep the right focus to be able to overcome and consistently be in your victory over temptation. You need to keep the right focus. Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2. <clears throat> Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2. <clears throat> if then you were raised with Christ, if you are indeed raised with Christ, if you are really born again, then seek those things which are above. Seek those things which are above. If you are really born again, Holy Spirit, anointing, power. Think about things above. heaven, mansions and streets in heaven, and God will bless me. His grace is sufficient. Just be heavenly minded. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father, set your mind on things above. Not on things on the earth. What journey? It's, it's serious. This is if you are the type who sets your mind up, but people think you are an extremist. Hello? People think you are an extremist. Oh, not the way they are. The kind of pressure, you will slip. Because the devil is launching serious attack. To make sure people like us. Now when I break, all of you are broken. And the agenda is not me. The agenda is you. Look at every Sunday. I minister to almost 600 people. Encouraging them to go and make life. You think the devil is happy? No, no, no. no. So he will fly missiles. All those. Everything to make sure one Sunday. be Calvary say that they just took. I mean, Pengu. Okay. I mean, Hallelujah. God forbid. Forbid. Now, if you mean to lift your legs, so I won't break. So think about heavenly things. And when you are mindful of the kingdom and God, it's hard, eh? 
for you to just give in to temptations because you first all the time think about heaven and think about the blessing that is coming, the future and the glory that is set before you. Though I have not seen it, but I know that it's coming. But if you are the earthly type, Charlie, uh, that's where you see some pastors have become hypocrites. They must please everybody. Be a mistake. Because reward. My reward is not in your hand. Yes. So think about things that are above. I'm preaching good, right? Think about things that are above. Soon your man. Soon your man. You are not carnal. And we are in a carnal generation. Because I say, hello, I must get a husband. Amen? Get a husband. You know, I'm advert. She will not turn to him, Raduj, and ask me what I'm going Imagine. Do things for above. Some people are ushers and they just want people to see them. On the gate, now, no, Bejina. Obi Bofomanda, Utibe Pai. Yakutabaya. <laughs> I'll be on duty when there's a big program. Join service all night. I don't have banner. I'm in a gate now. Oh yeah, I'm Just on stage when pass with you. The the protocol leader is the pastor is laughing. Me 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 how many Oh me kawas <laughs> emao. about heavenly things. You sang and people said, Wanya dear, don't be angry and say I'm leaving the choir. No, 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 no. Now, did you sing for the people? Amen. You minister to God. Ah! You minister to God. You minister to God. Do you know I'm preaching to you, but I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching to God. The message he gave to me it's what I'm telling it back to him and you are listening. I'm dialoguing with God and you are being part of the dialogue. You see my understanding? The point is that Amen. I'm not blessing you. Understand life from this place. It will make you less stressed. Think about heavenly things. I was glad when they said to me that I was going to dance. If you think about it, Oh, 
We no no be we no. So sebia, you want me fee? So this one also this one I'm So make yourself happy in life. Be heavenly minded. Can you clap and shout, Amen? Heavenly minded. So the next point: keep away from obvious areas of temptations. Obvious areas. You know that your problem is gambling. Don't go to places where they are gambling. And go and stand there and say that I'm going to um, encourage them to stop it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know that your area is fornication. Don't say that I have a special ministry for prostitutes. Maza, onbe renew. Am I talking to you? Yes. So, Psalm 101 verse 3. Psalm 101 verse 3. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. This was David. He made a vow that I will never set anything wicked because he knew that his problem, looking at the issue with Bathsheba, he was walking on top of his eye when he saw Bathsheba's calves. So, he one day said that because I have a problem with sight, that means I will go for it. I have vowed. Put it there back, please. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. I'll make sure that I will never look at any evil thing. Because he knew that should I be watching too much, I may sleep. So if you feel your problem is immorality, don't be watching some films and some movies at night off the TV and praying tongues and sleep. Hallelujah. If you are easily dated on the social media platforms, at certain time, give yourself up to nine, up to ten, that if I'm, I, I browse more, I close, I off my internet. And even if any message pops up, I'm not watching it. Don't No, protect your heart. Job 31 verse 1. I have made a covenant with my eyes. Job 31 verse 1. Job 31 verse 1. Put it there. I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look upon a young woman? He said, Because I have weakness. And this was Job. Some thousands of years ago. He said, I have made a vow. That when they come to church and they are going to give offering with their hot things, I won't follow them out. They go and sit down. And after church, I'm going to do mochi. So make a covenant. There are some covenants you make them. Hallelujah. I will not sit in places they invite you for a party. You ask, what are you going to save? Snap, whiskey. What time? Oh, we start that from around six. Okay, then I'll come from three. By four thirty-five, I must leave there before you begin to um, you begin to do your owner. 
Draw a line. And let me put know you for that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. Should, they should know you for that. This is my stand. Some of you will drink anything, eat anything, sleep anywhere. No. It can affect your credibility one day. So Job said, and that's why the Bible says he stewarded evil from him. And the Bible says that he was a very righteous man. God himself said that. Because he consciously made a vow that I will never watch any woman with my lustful eye. He, he made a pledge. It's a choice. It's a choice. Can some people make some vows this morning? It's better to die speaking the truth. Hallelujah. Some people are not straightforward at all. Just say, you'll be trying to treat you you'll be able to try to treat me. No. Hello, GGM. Number seven. You must beware of Satan's schemes. The devil is a schemer. Hey. Serious networker. Amen? You should not be ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11 2 Corinthians 2.11 Lest Satan should take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. Don't be ignorant of his devices. He has a way he does his things. Don't be ignorant at all. There's a way the devil does his things. Wow. Obi, I went in here fine. Hello? My your friends for months. For no reason, Obi, free baby, I wouldn't even know. Hello? Can I talk? Then, this existing relationship for one year, two, three years, four years, probably even five years, and somebody you don't even know comes and plants something in your heart. Then all of a sudden, you see this one as a beast. We are not no Jahoko. No, I say the Bible says that God hates discord sowers. People who sow discord among people. No Jahoko. We are not catching them. Me pacho men can't chenai so bedu se mi money. Then you are in church. Both of you are worshiping the same God. Lifted holy hands, and the one will be on one of her nurses. Then you are not dreaming far. Then you are there here kushini before. Then you are in church and you are pointing fingers on people. Whilst you have to point your hands to Jesus. So be sensitive never to allow the device of the devil and the schemes of the devil to prevail on you. Be smart. The one thing that helps when you have a can't be one says now what and when we begin to do those things, we clear the air. We clear the air. Hallelujah. Do that. And live above temptations. 
The devil is a masterminder. Are you serious? He can plant one person in a department. He can plant one person in a church. One. Not shame. Most of networking. I know you're demonic. But other people are not demonic, but they have the tendencies of being gossips. And it's amazing how they are able to find themselves. Sending Nemusana one, two, three, four, five, Nabe group. And for all of a sudden, they are like they were born together. You should be sensitive to know them. Paul said, you should be able to identify them, those who cause discords. Identify them and stay away from them if we want the church to advance. So be careful of temptations at your workplace, in your schools, even in the church, at your home, on your way to the house, whilst driving. Hallelujah. I feel the abans say, young guys, the woman called you know. It's a nice corporate lady. Why you would dream of any old baby at your bobra? Yeah, not the drone, not charm, not charm. Before you realize, would the young boy just say, "You carry your own tears here." You carry. Just say, "Why ready to kill?" Obia touch you, Obia touch you. What jidan man, mami peni kama. I was say Obia worry you. I jiji uso. Now what chakola ketuan? What jidan susa uba? No. It's happening. <laughs> Pressure will come. But God is faithful. And he will see you through. In Jesus name. My last three words. And I'll be done. Number one. Don't let anybody use money to manipulate you. Never. If you don't have some today, tomorrow you'll have it. Don't let anybody use money to manipulate you. Number two, don't let anybody use his beauty or his, his handsomeness huh? to also manipulate you. Because these things will pass away. Amen? I said amen. Yeah. Which means that have respect for values. Beauty is good, but look beyond the beauty. Because that slim thing you are seeing today, all about Cooper, she may change. So if you are marrying her because of that, how electric she is, once you give her to two children and then she changes, what will you do? So see beyond the slim. And you, the women, advertise the right thing. Advertise your character. Advertise your love for God. Advertise your prayer life. So that they will come for what you advertise for. So that these are things that can never be moved. And the last advice. You should be a lover of Jesus and people who love Jesus. Love good things. Love the things about God. Love people who love Jesus. People who love spiritual things. Don't see them as problem. Love them.
have spoken. Let's clap for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.